0: Get my nom 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 on with the my talk chicks and we will eat on eat on the weekly day everybody hello this is the weekly dish extra podcast and we are hanging out at the egg and i diner which is right actually across the street from the station
1: we probably need don't you feel like whenever we introduce this the weekly dish extra podcast bonus podcast is not a great name like does you it think th- so i don't know here we are it's weekly dish it's saturday morning have you ever been the it's first bonus for us
0: because we're not in studio i think that's the thing probably that's and it. it's- we don't have a way of framing ourselves up We frame ourselves up first for ourselves and then for everybody
1: else. So live, I guess. Have you ever been the first person in a restaurant where you were literally like knocking on the door to get in? Because that's what happened this morning. Was it really?
0: (laughs) How early did you get
1: here? I got here at like, I don't know, 20 after 7 and the lights were on. So I'm like, and I'm pulling on the door and it's not opening. And finally this guy comes out. And unlocks the door and I'm like, oh my gosh, am I your first customer? And the three waitresses are like, you're the first one. Oh my God. <clears throat> so. I always feel it for the morning kids. You know what I mean? Like the breakfast servers always,
0: I feel like are a different breed. You know, they're just are. this is their gig. Usually they don't work the night before. Yeah. You know, brunch is different because there's restaurants that have dinner only all week and whatever, and then do brunch and you have to roll in and th- that's do just you dicey. Just, but I like, mean, a breakfast shop, you know what I mean? Which yeah. And I is. You know, they're just till 3 p.m. Breakfast. I yeah. yeah.
1: I actually liked that shift.
0: I I would no.
1: I liked it because you were <laughs> done.
0: I know. I never that's I've never been a morning person ever. Like I'm n- never wanting the morning ever. Oh,
1: I, I, I like morning. I know you're one of those. Yeah. Like, you can
0: get up at 4 a.m. and go running. Yeah. You're fine with that. That to me is hell on wheels. Like, <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> so do you have a hard time at night? like are I, you I a nighttime person two and three
0: in the morning yeah. oh yeah see
1: here's how this goes I know
0: no I cannot I 100% would and every morning I sit there and I say I'm so tired and
1: I think Can i I going- have some hot sauce too what's your name Julie. Julie you're on our podcast this morning that we're recording <laughs> I wasn't say it's okay Julie how do you are you a morning person is that why you do this shift
0: Uh, no, I have three
1: kids in daycare. That's why. I Amen. Okay. Amen. Mhm. I love that. Um, Three kids in daycare. Wow, that is a lot. Yeah, I know. Seriously, Julie, three kids in daycare is a lot. It is. My weekday job
0: just doesn't want to pay me enough to. Yeah, (laughs) I know how that goes. Uh Thank you so much, Julie. Yeah. Do you have any peanut butter? I do.
1: (laughs) Peanut butter. Well, didn't you go to the store? What kind of peanut butter do you buy?
0: I only buy. Oh, I should show you the picture that I snapped last night. Um. I only ever buy Thank You Man Real Peanut Butter. Like, the kind? No. It used to be called Real Peanut Butter. R-E-A-L. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then it went away for millions of years. Like, we only had it in the 80s, right? And now it's back. It was at Lens. Wonder why it was back and... And it was in the same 1980s, like, packaging. I mean, it it was a total throwback moment. I loved it.
1: Is it in, like, a plastic container? No. Oh, it might be in a plastic container now. It used to be in little squat glass jars. Oh, that's funny. I know. I just... I bought some peanut butter at the co-op, and it's pretty good, but I just... I struggle with peanut butter. I never... Unless it's Jif, which I really love. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Sorry. I do. I love Jif, and if I don't buy Jif, then I just feel like it's not as good.
0: I never had sugar peanut butter, so that, for me, is like like what she just handed us, the smucker's peanut butter. This is like dessert, basically. Because it's so sugary? Yeah. Because I eat just basically peanut butter and salt, and that's not like... I'm just, that was what my mom bought when I we were kids. Yeah. Just the natural stuff. But now I see it as a salty thing. So, like, I eat it and I put it on toast and sometimes I put salt and pepper on it.
1: Yeah, I would put salt on my peanut butter. I yeah. put those big flakes. Yeah. Um, all right. So, all right. we have the bonus podcast. We are live at the Egg and I on 280 and University. Sausage patties, eggs, toast. And all my bacon already. Um, so, let's talk
0: about Thanksgiving. Right. So we're going to do a laugh talking about Thanksgiving over the next two weeks. Because here's the deal. It's in two weeks. I don't know and if you very, realize
1: that. I do realize it. And I think I'm actually going to end up cooking the meal. We're going to Wisconsin to visit family. But my husband's like, let's just cook it for everybody. We'll just bring all the food and we'll cook it. So we're going to strategize on that today.
0: Where are you going to be? Like in a cabin? or are you No, be-
1: we'll be at my stepmom's house and my dad's house. Okay. And we'll all be there, and I'm looking forward to it. And she cooks kind of, like, every other year, so she doesn't really have, like, a lot of Thanksgiving, like, I need to make this. Or she's like, whatever, if you guys want to cook it, that's fine with me.
0: Right, that's kind of nice.
1: Yeah, she's also working full-time, which, when her kids worked, or when her kids went to school, she stayed home. And, you know, I think it's just, that's different when you're a working person. Yeah. And I've always worked, so that's just what I'm used to. But for her, she's like, since I started working, she's like, I could care less. Oh, yeah. You're just more tired.
0: Right. Well, and you have a different new focus. Um, so this is interesting because this is going to be, I have just some etiquette questions I want to talk about today. Okay. About, and I was thinking about it because in terms of, you know, obviously the election, was this last week, and politics is always a topic at tape. I mean, like, it comes up, or people, or they're wondering about it, in terms of, like, how do you, how do you broach that topic? I was thinking about Thanksgiving last year, or 2016, and how weird that was for so many people, because they didn't know what to do about it, and I feel like by last year, everyone kind of had a grip, you know, they kind of knew what areas to go or what not to, and they kind of had relationships that either had settled out or they knew what they were going to do with it. And this year kind of, I don't know, it feels like it's coming up again, maybe because the Democrats won and so a lot of people are feeling, like, emboldened again and they are, they're ready to... I Basically, I had someone ask me if I would not invite, if I would disinvite someone from my table if I knew that they disagreed with me politically. No, of course not. That was not the thing that she was worried about. She was thinking she was not going to invite um, her... Uh, who was it? It was her... Her daughter's, um, and it's like a, it wasn't like a necessary family member, that's the thing. It was like her daughter's, um, boyfriend's, like, cousin or something who had come before. It was like, her, her daughter yeah. had a long-time boyfriend. they have been living together for a while. And his cousin is a part of their friend group. He didn't have anywhere to go, but he's a kind of an extreme, on one political end, he's an extremist. Yep. And she was thinking that they'd been around him in social functions and sort of wasn't, he wasn't. It was a little hard.
1: Well, I guess I would not, I would never not invite someone because of their political views. Okay. I might not invite someone if they're a boob. Right. You know, if they're just a creep or they don't have, uh, don't know how to act and right. they're not decent and yeah. kind, then I might not invite you. But right. Well, that's um, what I'm
0: saying. I kind of asked her. I'm like, is your perspective on him skewed because you don't agree with him? Like, is he that much of a problem, or is it just that you don't? You know, you're perceiving it as a problem because you kind of already disagree.
1: I will say I got into it on, um, okay, so for the election, I, I recognized a couple things about myself. One is I was on a road trip in a van, so I had, I had to disengage from a lot of it because I wasn't able to be in front of the TV and I wasn't listening to my podcast that I usually listen to. And that was really good for me. Oh, good. I realized that I am engaged in a way that's a little too much for me. Mm -hmm. So that was healthy. Um, I also, on the road, like talking to strangers during that political season and talking about the elections. And it was interesting to talk to people. And when you're not like, when you're talking to total strangers, people you don't know, you talk differently. Yeah, no, it's true. You're more careful. Mm -hmm. You're... Um, probably more open in some ways because you don't know what their beliefs are, you don't know what their opinions are, so you're more on kind of a fact-finding mission. I just felt like the conversations were so much more civil. Hmm. And and we did have some conversations with some people that were more than what you would think you'd have with a stranger. Oh, really? Yeah, when you're camping or you're on the road to, like, people get lonely. Uh My husband gets lonely. He had to talk to strangers. Because you're not enough? No, when I go out, I mean, do you find like with your family that you just talk less? No. Oh, I do. I'm just like all I've well, done I mean, this week is talk. Well,
0: yeah. No, I guess. I guess you're comfortable with your, you know, with your significant other, or whatever. You, there's silences and stuff, and you guys have been together for how many years?
1: A lot. Married 25.
0: Right. I would expect that's a comfort level. That's not like I'm just not talking to you. Yeah.
1: I just I get on the road and I get kind of quiet. Like oh. I like the scenery. I like to yeah. look at things.
0: Um, well, yeah, you don't want to feel like... Especially if you're driving together.
1: Right. Um,
0: okay. Here's some other etiquette stuff, though, because I'm kind of curious about... Yeah. Things. So- and
1: and I, I should frame this, too, by saying, during the uh, George Bush years, I had a Thanksgiving where um, we had a massive dust-up in the family. Oh, really? Over politics. Where I might have told someone... Uh, to leave my house. Oh. So I'm coming off of having had that experience during the George Bush years. Yeah.
0: You know, and just to kind of go back to, for me, it was always, we always kind of did it as a sport. Yes. And and that's what my
1: husband does. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was more like, it was kind of like a, it was like, hey, let's, let's play. You know, it was like a sparring thing between my ex-husband and his sister. And we would all sit there and we would have a normal dinner. Everything would be great. And then we'd, you know, and then it would be like the dessert came and that's when they would start. And yep. it was sort of like a known quantity. We all knew. So everyone could leave. Like you could go downstairs and watch the TV. But you, you weren't could go making do...
1: people uncomfortable at right. dinner.
0: Nobody seemed, and nobody seemed, nobody it was never, it never got name calling. It never got mean. It was just sort of like, how can you believe that? You yeah. Know, and it was interesting. It was that's how my it.
1: husband is. He yeah. grew up in a family where they debated and yeah. they debated tons of topics right. all the time. He doesn't get personal about it. He thinks. I think sometimes he does, but, um, and he just loves to debate. He'll just take the other side just because he can. Yeah. And he won't even have a vested interest in it. And yet we've had a 25 minute conversation about something and it drives me crazy. I'm like, you don't even care. You don't even care. Just let go. God, that's funny.
0: Okay. Outside of politics though, what about, um, how do you feel about people who bring someone to your dinner without telling you they're coming?
1: That's like, the worst.
0: Is it the worst? That's even, Yeah, you need to... Like, they say, oh, well, you know, so-and-so didn't have a place to go, so I invited them.
1: Okay, that is not the worst. See? So it depends on the circumstance. If you just show up and you, are, you have three kids and you bring five because two of the kids had friends, like, I wouldn't care. I would have, feed everybody. But it is, you should at least give me a heads up. Even if it's a heads up that day so I can make an extra something. Yeah. I would like But to- I want all people to have places to eat. I'm the person that would, you would be able to bring the people. Yeah. Because I can figure it out. I can make an omelet. I can do whatever. But it is rude to not let the diner know in advance. Here's also what's rude. And this has happened the reverse. Where I going to say. your family of five I'm planning for and two of you come. Because the other three kids had something to do. And you just didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. That's annoying, too, when I've got the table all set, especially a big, like, Thanksgiving dinner where you, if it's a buffet, no problem. Yeah. But I, if you're coming to my house, we're sitting down, I have a fully formed table, we've got dishes, we've got the napkins, we've got the cups. So to take a leaf out, you know, to accommodate three or four less people is a lot. And that has happened to me. Mm-hmm. I have had that situation, too. Do you think that's rude? Or are you just like, well, whatever happens, happens? Mostly,
0: at that point, whatever happens, happens. I mean, usually at that point, it's like, we're going to have leftovers anyway. Like, I cook enough to make leftovers, like, specifically and intentionally. So, any extra, like, if someone's not there to eat the food, I don't care.
1: Do you plan a pound and a half of turkey per person so you have leftovers? I'm I'm never sure how much to make per person.
0: I don't care. I'm... (laughs) I buy the biggest bird I possibly can, and that's that. I roast a bird, I roast a giant turkey once a year. Yeah. What? what so else? you buy the biggest one you can I find? I check the box that says the biggest ever. Please make sure I get the biggest one at Harvest Moon, my local co-op. And I do that, and then I'm like, and they know now. Like, they know. What's the biggest one you've ever cooked? Do you know? Mm, I should look back on my sheets. I feel like I've had, I mean, usually it's around 20 pounds. 22
1: pounds 22 is usually big yeah
0: that's usually around where i am yeah i just because i'm if i'm gonna do this once you know it's like why would i why would i mess around thinking how much turkey you're gonna eat no buy the biggest one do it there's enough humans around me and that's me i mean i know a lot of people don't have either room in their fridge or maybe they don't have you know they don't have the but a lot of people do the giving the leftovers to the people who are there yeah do you do that where do you come down on that? Do you do you feel like have you given leftovers to your guests?
1: Yeah, particularly if they're home. college kids or young people getting started. Yeah. But what about
0: families? I'm saying, like, what does you, you when your sister's there? Like when Cubby's there, does she get like the leftovers?
1: Um, some. I keep dressing for so
0: there. It's it's very. Uh,
1: select yes yeah maybe i mean i i'm okay giving away some leftovers it depends it depends on a lot of times i'm traveling so um i see what you're saying though that you want to keep the leftovers for yourself well i don't i don't give i don't give leftovers away i like people are like no i pack up a little bit of
0: this for everybody and i put it in a tupperware and i'm like no <laughs> Also, you have to come back to my house if you want to eat the food. Like yeah, it's no, here. you don't get you the leftovers. You can come back anytime, but yeah, you're not getting my leftovers. Like, I just, A, also slaved. I need this stuff to eat all week because I'm not cooking again till next week. That's funny. Yeah, no, I don't. But a lot of people do that, and that's lovely. I think a lot of people are like, I want to do the show and have the big thing, and then they feel bad because... They don't have that. They get to. They get. They go home and there's nothing for them to like have left yeah. turkey sandwiches. And I get that too, but there not, that's not my fault. Not like leftover
1: turkey sandwich. Yeah.
0: Then like then you need to go roast one yourself. Basically.
1: Have you never had like a Thanksgiving family fight? Oh, well. I don't get into that. <laughs> I'm not surprised <So> <laughs> to say yes. Mm-hmm. You've had one of those Thanksgivings that I had where I ended up in a crying heap with a lot of people. I'm going to move on
0: from this because I can't even, I can't even begin with it. Okay. um, What I want to know too is if you are going to, um, if you are, have you ever like had opened your house up to just anybody? Like put it on a public space saying like anybody can come.
1: No, but I love that idea.
0: I have a friend who does that every year and I think she's marvelous and I just think I am not that a control. Oh wait, I did it once. Did you?
1: Yes. When we worked in the nightclub business and we had lived in Baltimore and we weren't from there and we weren't with family. And my husband was running a nightclub. And we had, like, eight kind of random people from the nightclub come. And it was really fun. We played games. We cooked. So I've done it once. Yeah. I kind of wish I could do that more. Just in general. Yeah. Like, I have these fantasies of having dinner parties for strangers. That is weird. I know. I I just feel like... And it's only happened, like, since this political climate where everyone is, like, so rancorous that I thought, wow, you know, because you can change... You can change anything over a meal, right? Or just, like, that is learn something weird. over okay. a meal. You can, like, learn about people over a meal. You can... Well, those are two different statements, by the way. Change or learn? Yes. Yes. What I you don't just mean said, change. I was like, so you want to invite someone in and force to, to change, course, yeah, to change no. them? But, I mean, like, you learn different... When you're breaking bread, you're very vulnerable. You're in your most kind of primal state. And you're like defenses are down and so you can just have a nice conversation you can learn a lot about people people tell you stuff like i think that's what i think this bonus podcast is kind of fun because it's just not as structured as what we do in the show and we don't have like our planned stuff so i feel like i learn about you it's enjoyable (laughs)
0: after 11 years yeah yeah
1: but, I mean, and we had talked about this. We spend time outside of the radio station, but not a ton. No. Just because right. we're both so busy. Yeah. All right. So, yes, okay. I've had a horrible Thanksgiving. Yes, I have had strangers come. Okay, here's my last
0: thing. Um, have you ever have you ever had anyone bring you, like, a hostess gift that was, like, horrible or totally. awkward and weird? What was it?
1: Well, to be fair... All of the collective we, and it's fine. You don't need to bring me a hostess gift if you don't want to. But if you do bring me a hostess gift, and this is going to sound real bitchy, if I know that it's a hostess gift that someone else gave you or that is something that you don't want, that you're just passing your trash, please don't. We're good. Thank you. Please don't pass your trash. Is like that just. What? How can you know either? I don't know, but I get, like, it's like, okay, you give me the. <laughs> you give me the i don't even know what it would be like the thanksgiving soaps that has the tag for the person that gave it to you well that's i mean i like when you can tell like or someone's opened the package already oh and so they're i mean there's funny jokes like we do where you just wrap up other people's trash and it's funny yeah but then the idea is like this is funny right
0: that's funny i guess i don't i mean i guess
1: i'm still scarred from getting a pen at the Girl Scout gift exchange I think when I was like six years old. (laughs) We had a Girl Scout gift exchange and everybody had to bring a gift and then we did like the dice game or something. Yeah. And I literally got a pen and I was just like so sad.
0: That's really funny because I would have loved a pen. Really? I would have loved a pen. Oh my god.
1: Oh I felt like I sound so bad.
0: I would have just as a kid I used to collect I mean, I, writing
1: things and pens and papers. You and Rudy Giuliani. He spent $7,000 last year really? on pens. Did you, you read that? No. 12000 on cigars. No, I would never. Kurt, we were laughing about that. It was like, okay, 7000 on pens, I don't get. Dude. But 12000 on cigars. There are some really beautiful pens. In Las like Vegas, the Mont Blanc store. Oh, I was God, like, yeah. wow. Who
0: uh-huh. oh, no. knows? I have a couple Mont Blancs. Those are very prized. Some beautiful ink pens. Really great stuff. But anyway... Um, I think the hostess gift situation is kind of interesting because one of the things that I always think about is people who are so... Um, I'm just... This is a, this is if you were... I mean, I guess this is how I feel as a host. If someone brings me something that is going to take up space or require me to get a vase... Yeah, you <laughs> like would me that. you cut flowers... I'll never forget someone brought giant gladiolas to my house once during a dinner, and I was like, well, A... Those are huge flowers. They're like these stalks, and they're, of course, dramatic and beautiful, whatever. But then the other thing is, you have to find a vase that will actually support those kind of a things. It took me 25 minutes oh, in the no. middle of the party to have to locate a vase right. to fit these damn flowers. And I was just like, "That's that was
1: a horrible thing. You taught me that. Like, I used to do cut flowers. Now I'm more likely to do, like, a little plant or something that you can just discovery. set down. Yeah, yeah is a great thing or candles too because when you have a lot of people over I always have a candle burning in the bathroom because I just think that's polite so, if you bring candles, like, oh, next time.
0: Yeah, I just can't stand the, like, the smelling candles too much.
1: Yeah, I like them a little in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Like, not the Yankee candles where you're just, like, well, that's overpowering the, the whole house. I
0: know, but some people choose candles, I swear to God, their nose blind. You know what I mean? Their <laughs> nose deaf, whatever you want to call it. And they just buy these things that you're like, wow, I still have a candle that somebody brought me that was, like, thank God it had a lid. You know, it had one of those little stopper lids. Because if you open it up, it makes your entire like block, smell like fake pine trees oh you know? no
1: those douglas fir candles oh, God, if formal. you like those candles by the way that times limited has a really nice douglas fir fresh candle oh really yeah the smell is really good oh. and it kind of smells a lot when you open it but then after when it starts burning it smells better
0: yeah Ugh. yeah no i don't mind candles i just think that so i think that if you do a bottle of wine too that's the other period. that's the other hard thing and i know it's because i am a snob a little
1: bit i don't serve people's wines that no they bring.
0: i mean unless they specifically Say something about like you know oh I'm excited to try this and or whatever then it's like okay well if you want to crack it open feel free you know yeah that's and probably just, what I just I would let say. them crack it open and I said you know if you if you're dying to have it let's just open it and then I just let it go because it's not like I was planning it although I wouldn't put it on the table
1: yeah because you're when you're, you're planning a, a dinner wine. like you have the thought of what your wines are and
0: have you ever had anybody bring you a dish for your dinner. Without telling you that they were going to bring it?
1: No, but that's... That happened to me.
0: Yeah, we had a dinner and somebody brought, like, they were like, oh, I brought this appetizer. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it was, like, we had, you know, we were having cocktail hour and everything else. And there was, like, plenty of cheeses and meats and all this kind of stuff. And she brought this, like, taco dip that was just not in the vein of what we were doing. And it was sort of, like, it wasn't bad, but it was kind of, like... Like, a football game. And we had... This was like a kind of a semi-formal cocktail party.
1: I think a lot of people entertain differently, though, than we do. I just gotta say. Because I think a lot of people, it's always like that. Everything is always a potluck. In fact, I'm kind of... Let's just talk about that for a second. When did Thanksgiving turn into just a potluck? Well, it never has in my house. Uh, (laughs) Mine either. But for a lot of people, like, it has been... Oh, just bring this. I think
0: it always has, though. I think that that's a thing when you do that size of a meal. For most people, they have other big peop- families. Yeah, if you have a big family, you know, having everybody throw in is helpful. I think it's always been a potluck, but
1: I also think it's. Though I love a good taco dip, but it's yeah. not a Super Bowl party.
0: No, and that was more of the, it was a it was a it was a specifically like a worky kind of function, and it was specifically like cocktail party dinner party kind of thing so
1: although don't you feel like it's bad luck if someone brings you food to quibble about it you know what oh, i mean nobody
0: i never would quibble i would i we put it out it was giant and i'm amazing, sure it was disgusting good disgusting <laughs> dip in the middle of all of this beautiful other food and i was like
1: great sounds good i was just thinking about our we have a friend that we've been to her house and she makes the shakuchari board of life like, she's got one of those just gigantic pottery barn, beautiful yeah. boards piled high with the meats and the olives and the real figs. And I'm just, like, laughing, thinking about if we'd gone to her house and just slapped down a taco Yeah,
0: jam. think about that. Just, like, okay. And, I mean, like, yeah, it was very strange.
1: What kind of wine do you drink on Thanksgiving? Or what kind of wine do you think is good for people to put on their table?
0: Um, I am just all about the Emily still. I'm just never going to the get mLA. It. The Emily. Oh, the you Emily wine.
1: Yes. Yeah. Is it the Rose or it's the a, white?
0: It's, a, it's 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 not a rose because it's uh, it's a Chardonnay Pinot blend. And it has just a little bit of, like, orangeness. Like, it has a little bit of touch to the skins enough to give it. So it kind of looks a little orange or pink, but it's not like a rosé. Yeah. Per se.
1: Not the same. Uh, Emily, I do remember yeah. you talking about that wine. Yeah. I, a lot of people do Bordeaux or not Bordeaux's, um, Bougelais on Thanksgiving. Yeah, because it's, it's released. right the around time. then. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's a good gimmick. I think it's fine. I mean, I. It, as do you drink as- them? Yeah, Beaujolais. Yeah. Oh, I never do. Why?
0: I don't know. You, so it's not about the taste for you. There's something else. I think
1: it's a little um, fruity for me, and just too kind of juicy. Maybe yeah. I don't know.
0: I guess I would never say I don't drink them, or but I just. I mean, if it was there, I would drink it. <laughs> I mean, that's the well, things like if, if it was there, puts, Steph, come on. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it does it actually matter. <laughs> Your wines, I mean, when you consider the fact that Thanksgiving tends to be a massive conglomeration of food, you're not matching wines to food. You can't do it. It's not possible. Yeah. I always
1: serve a Pinot, and then I serve a White, and I used to always serve a Chardonnay. But now that my Chardonnay person isn't with me, I'll do like a Grimminer or a a Yeah, that's how you say it. And then, or a Vertliner. Brunner? Yeah. Yeah. I try to do just something a little different with the Pinot. You know, yeah. I don't know. I just came from Miomi Pinot country where that's all I've drank for well, 10 I days Well, like too. a
0: red and a white is your goal, but you know, or, or like a middle of the road. Like I know that everyone, no one is going to, no one at my table is going to be that different. Like if I put the Emily down, everybody will have a glass and they'll be fine. Yeah. And so I don't have to worry about
1: it. I think Thanksgiving is a great opportunity to do like, uh a group of like cool old fashions really yeah like a pre-cocktail or a post-cocktail
0: yeah but i just think i just think it's also so i mean we obviously do cocktails beforehand and we usually have a bourbon-y whiskey punch you know available and my mom drinks scotch and all the cute but we don't but the hard part is the mixing thing that's the only thing so like if you get the bottled stuff i know manly has manly's old fashioned. dash fryer has a new bottle. Uh, is it good? Fashion, it's very good. Oh, good to
1: know. Yeah. And the bourbon's in it.
0: Yep, Bottle cocktail. But the problem is, is like that's the only way I would do it because old fashions take a lot of actual care to make. Like you have to do the syrups or the muddling or the. You know what I mean? Like yep. there is. So to me, that's a little too much for so, a
1: pre cocktail. Yeah, because yeah. it's
0: expecting either you're doing it or Can you your tell I don't drink them. It? Yeah, because like. <laughs> but it sounds good. I know. Like you it want sounds pretty to, give to put you. like.
1: Uh, The the dried orange and yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, feel free. But yeah, (laughs) it has to be a balanced cocktail. It's not like a rum and coke where you can just be like, oh, throw it together.
1: How do you feel about the desserts? Because I've been doing research about catering and basically everyone has a pumpkin. Everyone has a bourbon, pecan. Yeah. Everybody has an apple. And then there's like the fourth pie. Do you, like, get as far as the fourth pie? We don't have that many pies. Yeah, people, like, have French silk, and they have... But
0: I think, don't you think that they choose, like, a French silk and a pumpkin, or an apple and a French silk, or an apple and a pumpkin? I don't think that people put, like, five or six pies on their table.
1: It depends on the size of the group. We always do two.
0: Obviously. Yeah.
1: But I never get to the level of... I guess we always do pecan and pumpkin, and I know that probably people would prefer if we did apple. Oh, but we really? make apple pies in the fall, yeah, so I by Thanksgiving say. I'm kind of done with the apple pie.
0: Yeah, I only ever want, if I'm going to have a pie, I want it to be pumpkin of some
1: sort, and then I need... Do you only eat pumpkin pie once a year? Yeah, because
0: it's not around.
1: I know, that's, sweet only, it's Nobody like does. Thanksgiving, yeah. and it's a treat, and then we never have it again.
0: Yeah, but that's kind of what that is, you know? But we don't, yeah, we kind of, I usually mess around with different kinds of desserts too, like I don't... Like, I would never just do pies. Like, we usually have, like, an ice I've done cream a pumpkin or, cheesecake.
1: That was nice. Yeah,
0: I've done cheesecakes. I've done bread puddings. I've done, you know, those kind of things.
1: A pumpkin panna cotta, like I made that one time, or it was, like, I guess a little souffle in the little souffle cups. That's a great dessert because it was light. Yeah. Um, If someone's looking for something that you could make... And you could make it ahead and just put it in the refrigerator.
0: Yeah. And then
1: just top it with whipped cream and... I
0: stopped caring about desserts, quite honestly. Like, if I'm doing the whole meal, I make every... That's the one thing that I let other people do is the desserts.
1: And they bring the pies or whatever. That's an easy thing to tell people to bring, too. Yeah. Because pies are pretty easy to pick up at a store. Yeah. Although, have you... Can you... Picture in your mind the sad pumpkin pie crust. I know. Do you know the one I'm talking yeah, about? Uh-huh. That it's like kind of separated from the metal part a little bit and it's just dry and dusty. I know. And you just have to eat the insides out with a fork. Yeah, because the, like
0: in the bottom is so like kind of gummy and gross. Yeah, But i still dusty. eat the middle of it. All right, we should
1: probably wrap it up. Do you have a Thanksgiving show? Like do you watch uh, the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving? No. Is there something that... Every time I see the graphics from that Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, I feel... Like warm and fuzzy, like I'm yeah. in second grade.
0: Yeah, totally. Right, I remember <laughs> Just, it. Like with their little as pilgrim hats. But the funny thing is, like my kids don't have that as their memory. No,
1: and the, no so one then, has those Charlie Brown memories like we do. In no, our, I mean, our generation. The new kids, like they're they have Elf and they have their own stuff. But the Charlie Brown Christmas and the mm-hmm. Charlie Brown nope. Thanksgiving and the Halloween Charlie Brown yeah, pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, it was always like that. Was a good time. Yeah. So sorry, kids. I know you lost out. I know. All right, that's our Thanksgiving rambles. We're going
0: to wrap it up. See you soon. Ciao.